Welcome to the Mind Bay Podcast, the show that delves deep into the realms of entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation, manifestation, and the power of the subconscious mind. I'm your host, Evie, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll be diving into thought-provoking conversations and sharing valuable insights to hone your mindset and create extraordinary success in your life. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or simply seeking inspiration to pursue your passions, this podcast is designed to uplift, motivate, and provide you with the tools and strategies you need to thrive both personally and professionally. Are you ready to tap into the limitless power of your mind and unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? Then you're in the right place. Get ready to explore topics like mindset hacks, manifestation techniques, overcoming challenges, and finding that perfect balance between business and well-being. With each episode, I aim to empower you with actionable steps, real-life stories of triumph, and insights that will help you break through the barriers and create a life of abundance and fulfillment. So join me every week as we embark on this transformative journey together. Subscribe now and get ready to awaken your mind, ignite your passion, and become the best version of yourself. This is the Mind Bay Podcast, and I'm your host, Evie. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 10 of the Mind Bay Podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing the topic of overcoming imposter syndrome in entrepreneurship. Today, I want to start by sharing my own personal story about dealing with imposter syndrome and how it has affected me on my entrepreneurial journey. Back in 2019, I embarked on my entrepreneurial journey by opening a chiropractic business together with my husband. At the time, I never really saw myself as an entrepreneur, and it wasn't until I hired a business coach that I realized I was dealing with imposter syndrome. This year, I started my own company, The Mind Babe, and I have big dreams for it. And I knew the power of hiring coaches, so I hired my amazing coach, Veronica, and she has been amazing in keeping me accountable and helping me put together my coaching program, which will be launching on July 19th. During one of her coaching calls, she asked me how my personal story could inspire others. At that moment, I found myself struggling to see anything special or remarkable about my life. I said to her, I haven't really done anything that caused our success. It's all been because of my husband. And then she challenged me to dig deeper. And she asked me what I did as I supported my husband in our business. As I started listing all the things that I've done and continue to do, it hit me. I was the one who registered our business, negotiated the contracts for our office, hired a bookkeeper, took care of the social media, set up ads, welcomed patients, set up systems to keep track of everyone, handling phone calls, paying bills, and so much more. At that moment, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized that I wasn't some side chick in our business, but the real boss. Sure, my husband played a key role in treating patients, but I was the one handling everything behind the scenes. I was the one running the show while he was more like my employee. And I had been downplaying my own contributions and giving all the credit to my husband. But the truth was that we both played important parts in our success. And it wasn't just because of him. But then I started wondering 
why the heck I ever thought that I had nothing to do with our booming business. And as I sat down wondering, it hit me like a light bulb moment. I remembered this conversation that I had with my dad when we first started out our business. He meant well, but there was something he said that ended up crushing my confidence. He told me how lucky I was to have my husband by my side, because supposedly, without him, I wouldn't have a business. And that comment really messed up with my head because it wasn't the first time I heard stuff like that. The second time I got challenged, and my self-worth was shattered, was during a family vacation in Mexico with my in-laws. My husband's dad lives in Mexico, so I went to Mexico on a vacation. And so there I was, lounging on a beach chair by the pool, minding my own business, and my father-in-law asks me out of the blue, hey, have you ever thought about going back to school to get a college degree? I mean, what the heck, right? I had to do a double take and wondered why such a question would even come up. Mind you, my husband and I owned a business for more than two years at that point, and I was the backbone of our success. I mean, we were expanding our business and serving new clients on the regular. And here was my father-in-law asking me to consider going back to school. I tried to keep calm and collective, so I answered, nope, I'm good. But he wasn't having any of it, and he went on to say, but once you have a degree, you can have a career and make good money. That would be nice, don't you think? At this point, I was speechless. I couldn't even form a proper answer because I was too caught up in feeling like everything I had accomplished was suddenly irrelevant. So I just blurted out that I couldn't go back to school as I was too busy taking care of our daughter and running the business. But his comment left a big imprint on me subconsciously, and it formed a belief that maybe I wasn't good enough because I don't have a degree. And that has been a big trigger for me as I was like a college dropout. The third event that happened to me that caused me not to validate my accomplishments was back when I lost weight. Let me tell you, I used to weigh a whopping 37 pounds more than I do now. And it wasn't until after I met my husband and had our little bundle of joy that I started to realize that I had to take more care of myself and I wanted to get into a better shape because I wanted to become a great mom. And to me, that meant taking better care of myself so I could take better care of my daughter and make sure I had the energy to keep up with her. Now, my sister and my mom had always struggled with their weight as well. So one day at my cousin's birthday party, they were all like, it's so impressive how you lost all this weight and kept it off. It must be because your husband cooks for you and supports you. And at first I was like, yeah, maybe they're right. But then I stopped and thought for a minute. I realized that actually it was me who made the decisions about what I ate every day. It was me who got up early every morning to work out and take care of myself. Sure, my husband was supportive, but in the end, it was my own dedication and hard work that made the difference. So I said to myself, what the heck? I deserve credit for my own accomplishments. I stopped downplaying my role and started giving myself the recognition I deserved. My family means a lot to me, and I know that they love me. 
but sometimes I can help but feel like they still see this old version of myself, you know, the one who never finishes anything, lacked ambition, and had a pretty negative outlook on life. But let me tell you, things have changed. I worked my butt off to become a better version of myself. But my family, they couldn't wrap their heads around it. And they started giving credit for my personal success to my husband. And that was beyond frustrating. Before I knew it, I started doubting my own worth and began to buy into their beliefs. It, it was just a mess. But you know what? After some reflection, I realized that my father's-in-law comment wasn't meant to bring me down. Turns out he's a bit old-fashioned and he still lives in a world where having a fancy college degree equals loads of money. Like seriously, that's not the case for everyone in this day and age. But he had this idea stuck in his head that success only came to those who had a piece of paper from a university. So he dropped that comment, probably thinking it was helpful advice. Honestly, I've learned to take it as a weird kind of compliment. And he actually cares about my well-being and wanted me to succeed. Sure, his idea of success was a bit outdated. But hey, at least he wanted the best for me in his own way. Now I don't let his words bother me anymore. And you know what else I realized? Everyone has their own version of reality. We all create stories in our head to make sense of the world and the people around us. It's like our brains are allergic to confusion, so we make up stuff to fill the gaps. Even though it's not true, we just want things to make sense. So let's not sweat on the small stuff and focus on creating our own kick-ass reality instead. End of story. <laughs> but it all clicked into place when I decided to hire a business coach. You see, I realized I needed to start taking credit for my own accomplishments. Sure, my hubby had been there for me, but it was the inner work that I had done that got me where I was. And from then on, I made a pact with myself to acknowledge and celebrate my own achievements, no matter what others thought. And it's high time that we start seeing our own value and giving credit where credit is due. I've come a long way, and it's time for others to start seeing and appreciating the person I've become. Imposter syndrome seems to be the buzzword these days in the entrepreneurial world. But to be honest, it's really just about lacking confidence in yourself and not celebrating your value. This syndrome can sneak up on you in many areas of your life, both professional and personal. For instance, let's say you're in a leadership position as an entrepreneur. It's easy to start feeling like a total fraud and doubt your abilities. And you may even constantly second guess yourself and fear that others are more capable than you. Or maybe you're struggling with it in your relationships, feeling like you're not worthy of love and that your partner simply settled for you. It's natural to doubt your ability to maintain a healthy and fulfilling relationship, often contributing any successful aspects to cheer luck rather than your own hard work. Even us parents can feel it creeping in. We start feeling inadequate as a parent, comparing ourselves to others and thinking that they have it all figured out. We start to believe that we're not doing enough for our kiddos and second guess our every decision. As for me, 
imposter syndrome showed up when I downplayed my own success, assuming they were just down to luck or other external factors like my husband. I felt like I didn't deserve recognition or praise for all my hard work when my coach confronted me with it. But you know what? We need to start challenging this syndrome head on and identifying it for what it is. There's nothing more liberating than fully acknowledging your own accomplishments and recognizing yourself for your hard work, no matter what others might say. Now let's talk about some ways to conquer that pesky imposter syndrome and let your authentic self shine. There are four ways that I've used that helped me tremendously in overcoming imposter syndrome. Number one, kick those negative thoughts to the curb. When you start feeling like a fraud or doubting your abilities, ask yourself, is this really true or am I just letting fear get the best of me? Or is what I believe something that came from a past event where someone made a comment and now I'm starting to believe it? Remember all the amazing stuff you've accomplished and how much work you've put in. You are way more capable than you give yourself credit for. Which brings us to number two. Celebrate your wins. Take a few moments every day to jot down all the awesome things you've accomplished, both big and small. Recognize how far you've come and give yourself a pat on the back. You're amazing and you deserve to feel proud of yourself. Number three, surround yourself with positive influences. Find people who lift you up and inspire you, like mentors or a supportive community. Trust me, having cheerleaders who believe in you can make a world of difference. Just make sure you take advice from folks who actually achieve the thing that you want to achieve. There's no point in listening to someone who hasn't lived your dream, right? And last but not least, number four. Practice some self-compassion. We can be our own worst critics sometimes, and it's crucial to be kind to yourself. Give yourself some grace and permission to make mistakes and learn from them. Remember that everyone makes mistakes and nobody is perfect. Don't be too hard on yourself. You're doing great. So there you have it. By embracing these powerful techniques and making a conscious effort to appreciate your own awesomeness, you will be able to silence that imposter syndrome and unlock your full potential. Now go out there and show the world what you're made of. And that brings us to the end of this empowering episode. We've explored some strategies to overcome imposter syndrome and rise above self-doubt. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. We all have these moments of insecurity. But by simply implementing these tips and techniques, you have the power to unleash your true potential and embrace your unique brilliance. So go out there and conquer your dreams, embrace your uniqueness and challenge those negative thoughts. Celebrate your achievements, surround yourself with positive influences and practice self-compassion. You've got what it takes to overcome imposter syndrome and make a lasting impact. And before we part ways, I want you to take a moment to acknowledge yourself for the courage it takes to face these challenges head on. You are incredible and I believe in you wholeheartedly. So keep pushing forward. Keep believing in yourself and always remember that you are enough. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode, and I can't wait to join you again next time for more empowering discussion. Until then, keep shining bright and never let anything dim your light. You've got this. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey through the realms of the mind on the MindBay podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights and tools to unleash the power of your mind. If you're hungry for more mind-expanding content, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first to know when new content is released. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social media and share your favorite moments, key takeaways, and any questions or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at mindbabe.co to join our growing community of curious minds. If you're ready to take your mind mastery journey even further, consider joining my exclusive one-on-one coaching program, The Limitless Entrepreneur. Visit my website, www.mindbabe.co to learn more and apply. Lastly, if you find value in my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your reviews help me to reach more people on their quest to unlock the infinite potential of their minds. Thank you for being a part of the MindBabe community. Together, let's continue to explore boundless wonders of the mind and create a life filled with purpose, growth, and limitless possibilities. This is Evie signing off. Until next time, keep expanding, keep evolving, and keep embracing the extraordinary power of your mind.